twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll talk about two-way radios in retail. We'll discuss how they are used in the retail industry, the types of radios used, and recommend some specific makes and models of two-way radios for retailers. We'll also review the Black Box Plus two-way radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. BuyTwoWayRadios.com, your radio specialists. It's not uncommon to walk into a department store or a supermarket or some other type of retail establishment these days and see someone who works there with a two-way radio. Um, it seems they're used a lot by retailers. Just how important are two-way radios to the retail industry? Two-way radios are critical to the retail industry. And um, like you just said, pretty much any large retailer that you walk into, you're going to notice that most, if not all, employees are using two-way radios. And uh, you also see two-way radios used in a ton of small retailers, like at outlet malls and strip malls, your small um, mall stores, um, there are lines of radios that are targeting specifically the retail industry, and uh, they, they're used throughout. And they're used simply because they pay for themselves, they save retailers money, they make for a better customer shopping experience. I mean, instant communication between employees is critical, um, and ra- that's what radios provide. Yeah, you were saying that they're used by smaller and larger retailers uh, both. It doesn't... Um seem to be limited to just the big box stores. I mean, you, you pretty much see them uh, wherever you go. No, absolutely not. I mean, we'll go go to your local mall, walk through the mall, and uh, just try to notice how many stores are using two-way radios. They are everywhere. And I guess they're especially useful because uh, everybody's usually kind of spread throughout the store. you got people in the front, people in the back. You've got managers uh, somewhere, and, and uh, it, it keeps everybody in touch and together to be able to better assist customers when they walk in the door. That's right. I mean, even in stores, you wouldn't think. We sell to a pretty popular shoe store. The stores aren't that large, but, um, you know, they still use two-way radios. Even though the employees are within shouting distance of each other most of the time, they still use radios because mm-hmm. the instant communications is, is important. And it doesn't make for a good customer experience to have your employees yelling at each other throughout the store or saying, hold on a second, let me go grab this other employee or, you know, check to see do I have this size in stock, something like that. There are several ways that they use radios in a retail environment. Uh, Let's go through each one here. Okay. Uh, One is price checks. I mean, how many times have you been standing at a register and uh, the item doesn't scan or it's not priced and you have to wait on uh, someone to check for the price. A lot of times. Yeah. A lot of times. 
Well, if the retailer is using two-way radios, you you press a button, ask for a price check, and it, it cuts down on the time that that customer is going to be standing there waiting at the register. You know, that's one of my little peeves is that I'm in the supermarket sometimes, and uh, something rings up wrong, and I'm saying, well, no, that the price over there said it was this much, and then everything stops. Everything stops right. while, while the uh, person at the register either tries to flag somebody down to go check it or leaves and goes and checks it themselves. And, of course, you know, if you're standing in a long line of people, it just holds up It holds up everything. Yeah, I'm usually that and, guy that's uh, waiting three people back because you want to save seven cents. <laughs> yeah, I often see them behind me in line going like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. But, um, but yeah, it, it, it saves a lot of time having the radio there just to call somebody and say, hey, can you – I need a price check on this item, you know, right away. Uh, another thing are uh, cleanups, like in a, a grocery store type environment, like you mentioned a second ago. Um, if you have a spill or an item falls, if a manager notices this, he doesn't mm-hmm. have to walk around and find someone that can clean this up. He can just hit a button on his radio and have someone go to aisle eight. Yeah, and that's a sa- that's really kind of a safety issue too because. The sooner you get somebody there to clean up that mess, um, the safer it is for everybody walking around and nobody's going to slip on it or, or, or something. Uh, if somebody walks off to go get a mop uh, and they're gone for five minutes, who knows what can happen while they're gone. That's right. Uh, inventory management is another one. That This is where um, you know, if you need somebody to check stock status on a product or run to the back and check on something. You could, if you, there's people already back there. They hear you call over the radio. They can check exactly what you need and get back to you right away. It saves you a trip to find someone. And, and again, it cuts down on time and, and increases profitability overall. Yeah, could you imagine a store on, like, Black Friday not having two-way radios? You know, and they've got yeah. a thousand people looking for the same TV and – you know, they're running out, and they don't have radio communication. They're trying to get – it would be a mess. Yeah, even more of a mess than insane. it is already. Yeah, so definitely uh, definitely good on the floor management. Well, you know, that's happened before to me. You know, my wife's shopping for shoes, and, and she asked the person, well, do you have one of these in a size 9? And then the floor person, if they don't have a radio with them, they have to say, well, excuse me, I'll go check. And they just have to walk in the back, and then they're gone for five minutes or so, and you're saying, okay, what happened to her? Where did she go? Is she coming back? Did she forget about us? You know, what's going on? With the two-way radio, she can just whip out the radio, say, hey, can you check and see if you got a si- this in a size 9? Oh, sure, yeah, I'll bring one up. You know, saves a lot of time. Another thing, and this is big for the small retailers, where you have employees that do multiple jobs. You, maybe you run the register, and when you're slow, you go and, and stock shelves or pull inventory out. If you've got one employee in the back, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you get busy and you need another register open, somebody yeah. can call and get the employee out front quickly. Exactly. So floor management is, is a critical use for two-way radios. And then uh, also uh, loss prevention. Now, loss prevention and security, that's its own thing right there when it comes to, to use of radios. Yeah, it's hard to imagine uh, LP department functioning without two-way radios Mm -hmm. they see a shoplifter there uh somebody's on the on the radio somebody else quickly to try to 
maybe catch them at the front door before they get out of the store, you know, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, you, you have to coordinate when, when you're uh, in security. You have to be able to coordinate between people, and radios are essential. And, and that comes back to accidents, too. Somebody has an accident. Somebody actually does have a slip and fall there. You know, this is a pretty serious potential liability issue for the store. So right there, if you have somebody there with a radio to attend to that immediately, that lessens that liability greatly. And it has the potential to do so anyway. Absolutely. So we've got basically five areas here, price checks, cleanups, inventory management, floor management, loss prevention, security. Um, all of those come up to an increase in, in return on investment or ROI. That's right. I mean, all of these things increase the efficiency of your retail establishment. And when you increase efficiency, you can get the same job done with less employees. And when you've got less employees, then that's going to pay for the radios in no time. Increases profitability too, because it moves customers in and out the door faster in the sense as well. It, It helps you grow your business because happy customers are going to come back again and again. Absolutely. Retailers tell us over and over and over again that radios pay for themselves just in increased efficiency. What are some of the types of radios used in retail? Well, retail stores are usually a lot smaller than, say, huge warehouses and things like that. So you don't necessarily need the most powerful radio in the world. You don't need a a radio that's fully programmable, repeater-capable, that type of thing. And um, Motorola and Kenwood have come out with lines of radios specifically with retailers in mind. And... Um, some of these are the, the very, very small radios, like the Motorola CLS series, the 1110 mm-hmm. and the 1410, and the Kenwood 3230. These are very small, lithium battery-powered, very lightweight radios. Uh, not a, a whole lot of power, but that's not needed in most retail stores. Also, there are larger radios that are 2 watts, like mm-hmm. the uh, Kenwood ProTalk 3300, and the Motorola RDU 2020. Um, These radios work very, very well in um, retail establishments. And because they're two watts instead of four, there's a lot of functionality like user programmability and uh, users' ability to set their own privacy codes, things like that. And if you're in a mall, there's going to be a lot of different stores using a lot of different radios on a lot of different frequencies. And the ability to program some of those things in yourself on the fly uh, can be beneficial. So the type of radio that's going to be used is going to depend on a little bit on the size of your store and whether or not you really need a single channel radio where everybody's talking on the same channel or whether you need to have uh, a multi-channel type of scenario where you have different departments. If the store is pretty large, you have a lot of different departments and and they need to be on separate channels, that's an option to consider. That's right. Um, Most of the radios that I just mentioned are multi-channel. The uh, Motorola CLS 1110 is the exception there. That's mm-hmm. a, a one-channel radio. And I uh, probably would recommend you go to the 1410 over the 1110 unless you're, you're very, very small. Because, you know, like Rick just said, if you're ever adding a security department at some point and you want a manager to have a radio that he can tune to both channels, uh, a multi-channel radio is going to be necessary. Yeah, there are some scenarios where you will want to have some separate channels that you want to separate the security channel from, say, like the channel where everybody is talking in the stock room. 
That's right. <laughs> basically what you're looking at. Um, so we've got uh, pretty much the CLS 1110s, uh, CLS 1410s, or the Motorola uh, RDU 2020s, the TK 3230s, 3300s. Um, also the Motorola CLP series. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of restaurants use this radio, but um, it's also a very good radio for retail if you you have all of your employees using headsets. Now that that radio doesn't have a speaker; you have to use a headset with it. But is it it is extremely lightweight and uh, works very 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 well. And the Icom F forty eleven that's a, that's another uh, one that, that we recommend on our website. That is a very high powered radio. Most retail situations, I don't think would need a 4011, but uh, if you have a very large uh, store or you need the ability to, to have a fully programmable radio or a repeater that you need to tie into, the 4011 would be a good choice. Okay. Do you have anything else to add? One more thing is the uh, quick assist. The quick assist is a call button. It's a wireless one-way radio, essentially. You can mount somewhere in your store and uh, it has a button that can be pressed if a customer needs assistance. Sometimes you see these um, at a video game aisle where all mm-hmm. the games are locked up behind glass and there will be a button that says press for service. The Quick Assist by Rytron does that. Essentially, it, it has pre-recorded messages built into the, the box. Whenever a customer presses the button, the message goes out over your radio system. The, the customer doesn't hear it, but an employee is triggered to um, go to that area. You know, you could have some fun with that. Uh, since the customer can't hear the message going on on the button, the button just should say, press here for assistance, and he presses the button, and then in the back it's it's uh, sort of like, yeah, some moron up front just pressed my button again. Will you go out there and slap him for me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you could do that because the, the quick assist has pre-programmed or recorded voice messages. So you can make it say anything you want over the radios. Ooh. Just don't let uh, the customer in the back room to hear it. That's right. Uh, okay. Any other uh, thoughts on uh, using radios in, in a retail environment? I think we hit the high notes there. Yeah, I think we covered it. All right. Well, coming up, we'll review the Black Box Plus two-way radio. Is this a good radio for retailers? We'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. Buy two-way radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy two-way radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists.
You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we're going to review a business radio from Black Box, the Black Box Plus. Well, the Black Box Plus is a kind of a new radio, so to say. It, uh, Black Box has been producing radios for many years now. Um, they've always had a 5-watt, 4 or 5-watt radio, depending on UHF or VHF, radio for uh, available. But they've always had a, a nickel metal hydrate battery in it. Great little radio, but the biggest complaints were the battery life. Um, so Black Box introduced the Plus, basically the same radio, but it does have the lithium battery. Still keeps its nice compact size, uh, 16 channels, you know, 4 watts on the UHF, 5 watts on the VHF, uh, fully programmable radio. Uh, they do come programmed with default frequencies out of the box, but we are able to program them to uh, your assigned frequencies or repeaters or whatever the case may be. And it's uh, switchable 4 watt to 1 watt in the output power. Yeah, you can yeah. put it in low power. You mode. can definitely put it in low power, yeah. which is nice. Um, That'll save you on battery as well. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. But yeah, it, like I said, now it comes with a, a 1,300 milliamp lithium battery, which is going to, on the old black boxes, you could get about six hours of talk time. These are going to get you slightly more. Um, haven't seen any real test on them yet, but that all depends on your how much you're sending and receiving. Mm-hmm. Um I'd say around 10 hours. Yeah, that's probably a Nine good guesstimate. 10, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's also going to make the radio even lighter uh, with that lithium on there. It's, it's, and this is a small radio. Yeah, anyway. it is. Yeah, it's a small radio to begin with. I was uh, playing around with it the other day, and um, it's more compact. It fits easily in my hand. I think this one's about four and a half inches tall and uh, around two inches wide. Mm-hmm. So it's a fairly small radio, a lot of power. A lot of volunteer firefighters buy this radio. Yes. And they seem to be happy. With they come back over and over and over again to buy the, the black box series radios. Full line of accessories available for it. It actually uses the M1 connector, which is the two-pin Motorola business radio connector. That was a good call by Black Box because it immediately made hundreds and hundreds oh, of yeah. audio accessories available for this radio. So. That helps a lot. Well, you know, in addition to that, too, they also include uh, a free accessory clamp in there to hold it in place. You know, when you plug in your accessory, put that clamp on, keeps it in place, keeps it from popping out on you. Yeah, that's so, good because, you you know, you don't want the headset to pop out. You don't miss a transmission or something and not know why. Yeah. And the price is right. Yeah, one hundred sixty nine ninety five. It's got free ground shipping. You get your radio, you get your lithium battery, you get your rapid rate drop-in charger, you know, belt clip antenna, owner's manual, all, all that good stuff. But And enter a promo code SHOW and save a few bucks. You beat right. me to that one. I was going to say all our listeners he should gotcha. know that. He got you. Yeah, you got me on that. Uh, save that additional 5%, you'll get it even uh, an even greater bargain. That's right. And two-year manufacturer warranty on that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Box does pretty well with their warranties. Any downside of this radio? Any any negative? My, my biggest complaint has always been, in the past with the Black Box has always been the the battery, but I think this is fairly new now. So, um, personally, in in this price range, I I like the ICOM forty eleven and the Vertex two thirty one a little better than the Black Box. I think the sound quality is better, but uh, if you need a smaller radio. Then the black box is a good choice because it, it is smaller and lighter than the Vertex and ICOM model. 
That's right. Well, since it supports that dual-pin Motorola connector, audio connector there, it actually does give it some versatility. Yeah, in it that, does. In that I mean, sense, it makes a wide range it. of uh, makes a wide range of accessories available, at the very least. Um, yeah, that's definitely a plus for the plus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. That's good. Uh, I just made it up. I. <laughs> <laughs> He's been dying the whole show to say that. <laughs> Actually, it just occurred to me. Uh, Don't lie. Uh, any other uh, thoughts on the uh, Black Box Plus two-way radio? Nope. I think that uh, just about covers it. It's a cool little radio. It's a cool little radio. You know, you haven't used that one in a while. No, I'm still waiting on the uh, the TM to come across. Oh, TM. <laughs> you put it on there, you can trademark it yourself. That's right. Well, we have some uh, questions and comments from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. The first one comes from Jordan. Uh, he wants to know, if I am in a group of people using Motorola HT1000 UHF radios and I buy my own secondhand, same brand and model, will it work? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's actually the correct answer. Maybe <laughs> it depends. Look, it, th- those are fully programmable radios, and um, most likely it won't work because you're, you're going to have to make sure that your radio is programmed to use the same frequencies as the other radio. Actually, with uh, the radio being the same brand and model as the other radios, that doesn't make a whole lot of difference. It's it's the frequencies that it's programmed to that are really important. Um, now, unless, of course, by some miracle, by some chance, the frequencies that came with the radio just happen to be the ones that everyone else is using. But the, the likelihood of that is probably not very good. That's so, true. Yeah. So, yeah, it, technically, now, technically speaking, it will work. You can turn it on and you'll get a squelch. It's got to be programmed yeah. the same. Yeah. Exactly. Pro- and also make sure that... I mean, that, uh, that radio was available in UHF and VHF. So yeah. if you have the VHF version and your friends have the UHF version, then it can't even be made to work. That's right. Also, there's one other thing to consider. Uh, it may not work if it wasn't working in the first place. Uh, the, the, <laughs> if, if you bought this radio secondhand and it was uh, a non-working radio, was broken, well, you know, that's kind of the the luck of the draw there. And it's hard to test that unless you have a radio that it's paired with. Yeah, so whether or not it'll work or not, uh, yeah, it depends. <laughs> Maybe. Did you buy a, did you buy a, a functioning radio in the first place? Um, okay, our next question comes from uh, from Brick. Yes, Brick. And uh, Brick uh, wants to know, can any business class UHF radio be programmed for GMRS frequencies? Specifically, I'm looking at Vertex and ICOM for their size. I like the ICOM 4011 and the Vertex 230 series, although the Vertex seems much smaller. Or to be more specific, I'm looking for a high-quality, rugged pair of portables that is also compact as possible and can be programmed for GMRS frequencies. And he says, uh, I have a license. And that's from Brick. Well, uh, the answer is yes, uh, those radios can be programmed for GMRS frequencies because GMRS frequencies are simply UHF frequencies. There is some issue as far as uh, the type acceptance of the radio. When a radio is sent to the FCC for approval, it's uh, approved for specific uses like business uses or consumer uses or, or whatever. Consumer is part 95 
business is part 90 if you want to get technical and a lot of these business radios are only type accepted for business use so it really depends on the specific model of radio some are type accepted for more than one use but any of them you can program it into it's just that there may technically you're probably not supposed to do that on some radios okay our next one comes from patrick and he has a comment um i hope it's a good comment uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Patrick says, get an amateur license. It is a cheaper license, and you get a whole spectrum of frequencies, equipment, the wind system, IRLP, satellites, and a bunch of very helpful and respectful people. I have heard stories of ham operators on boats having difficulties, and a handful of strangers show up out of nowhere on a foreign island to help bring food, parts, etc. I do have both a GMRS and an amateur license, though. That is a good comment. I don't disagree with him. It's, it's good to have an amateur license. There are a lot of helpful people out there. Amateur is sort of like uh, CB in that the, the frequencies are public, mm-hmm. and um, it can be used for a lot of different things. Now, you, if you go with amateur, you are kind of limiting yourself in radios. The selection isn't as great as with some other types of radios, but look into that. All right. And... Um Foreign island. It's it's it's. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree. It's uh, you might have some random people show up with food one day. Yeah, <laughs> on a foreign island. I just don't land on Gilligan's Island because uh, they only had that little radio, and it wasn't two way. As I recall, they even had to uh, they even had to recharge the batteries once. You ever notice on Gilligan's Island? They were on that island for years, and they that's one thing that bothered me about that show. On that island for years and years, they had that little radio, and the batteries didn't run out. Actually, it ran out once, one episode, and they all had to get together and recharge the batteries with some by stirring a bunch of coconuts and stuff. I don't know. Wow, maybe they were uh, just doing that behind the scenes all the time. And, and I guess so. And just we just never saw it's it. It's a one show. Time. It was too boring <laughs> to put on TV. Okay, and our last uh, question comes from John, and John wants to know: Do I need an FCC license in New York City to install two-way radios in the taxi industry? Yes. And there you go, John. That does it for our questions and answers. Uh, this that does <laughs> Well, that does it for us this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, Zoom Marketplace, Blueberry.com, or stream it on Stitcher. Before we go, does anyone have any final comments? You're just dying to say something. Oh, yeah. I think we covered it all. Think so? Okay. You sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're set. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Everyone, as always, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out. We'll be right back.